All right, this is uh, Biscuits Buttered with uh, Victoria Vandenberg. I think this is uh, the third time this week I've tried to record a second podcast uh, to catch up on all my podcasting. Uh, I apologize. I've been, I've had every, the past couple of weeks have just been horrible. I've had every single thing that can happen to someone happen to someone. Uh, I've been through tornadoes. I've been through 100 plus uh, degree weather. I've been through floods. I've I've been through fucking forest fires and uh, just being can't even breathe because there's so much smoke from Canadian wildfires. I've been through it all the past couple of weeks, and I guess I've been stressed out the past couple of weeks. And uh, I'm still a little sick, but I, as you can tell today by my voice, uh, I sound a lot better, hopefully. And uh, this is Victoria Vandenberg uh, with Biscuits Buttered. Uh, this is a podcast about anything and everything where we bitch about our lives. We bitch about uh, everything going on in the news. And uh, we just try to... All the negativity and toxicity that we take in during the week, maybe we'll spew it out on the show and bitch about it. Um, so please bear with me. Uh, it's been... My my week has been so bad. It's been so bad. My head is spinning from all the shit that has happened this week. So not only have we been through 100-degree weather, we've been through flooding, we've been through tornadoes, uh, forest fires... Uh, I've been, I've come down with a sickness. I've also been poisoned. Um, I've, uh, I was poisoned by Rancho Viejo in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Um, uh, an anti-gay bigot uh, poisoned my food and uh, my uh, ex-boyfriend's uh, food. Because now even, even he's left me. That's the cherry on top of my shit pie of being, uh, of, of having just a horrible round of weeks of, um, of just bad things happening. My boyfriend's leaving me. Uh, he's mad at me saying that I've changed all this bullshit. It's like, look, I've just had a stressful couple of weeks. I've been sick. I got poisoned. Uh, I had a hate crime happen to me at Rancho Viejo in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. And, uh, but we'll get to all of that eventually. But let's just say my life ain't going good. Even though I was just offered a position and accepted a position of a higher paying job, um, my life is not going as good as it can. So I, I've got my my family, you know, my family's pissed off at me because they're like, why are you moving? It's like, because I'm, I don't want to be a loser like all of you. You're living a loser lifestyle. And I, I don't want to be this fucking loser that sits, that is satisfied and sits in his small town, even though he's miserable, but he's too afraid to make a change in his life. I'm not going to do that. Victoria Vandenberg is not going to do that. Victoria Vandenberg is making a huge life adjustment. And I know a lot of you are thinking, but aren't you moving to Indianapolis? Well, compared to where I live, it's a lot better than where I'm currently at. I'm in a fucking shithole town where you can't even be gay in a Mexican restaurant without being poisoned and yelled at by some fucking asshole uh, loser that, uh, you know, even though he actually looked like a natural-born citizen, too. That's the thing that makes it even worse, that he's a waiter in his 50s. 
is that he looked like a natural born citizen that maybe his parents were uh, from Mexico because I'm just sitting there like dude why, why are you here why are you here being a waiter being mad about us being gay um, have you ever thought that you might be a, a fucking sore a sore fucking just hater on people you know but anyway I'm not I, we're gonna get to all that in due time okay I know this rant's going all over the place but this this podcast is really just about me getting all of the negativity out and uh, that's what we're gonna uh, rant about today so things aren't going good in Victoria's neck of the woods okay I'm parked behind a fucking movie theater in the middle of fucking nowhere bumfucked Egypt and there's some fucking loser going into fucking work at a movie theater. He's fucking 50 years old. And he, I guarantee you, he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to live with my mom. And, you know, I don't want to be that person. I mean, I, I shouldn't look down on this bit. You know, I'm an asshole, I guess. I'm an asshole. But, you know, it is what it is. Work is work. All job. All work has value. I shouldn't look down on it, but I don't know. For some reason, when I see someone in their 50s working a job that most people work in their when they're in high school, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you still doing this? Like, there's other work, you know, but maybe I should be less judgmental, okay? Uh, and I don't know how it is in Europe, you know, because uh, I know a lot of my listeners are in Europe. Uh, but, you know, here, you know, you make like $2 an hour to be a waiter. So why would you continue being a waiter? Like, it, you know, unless you were like in a fancy restaurant where you made, you know, huge tips. But anyway, we're going to move on from that because I know I'm going on a rant that's, you know, not even going anywhere. Um, I do like to do this podcast once a week. We've already dropped one. We actually dropped two this week. We dropped one where I was severely ill. And then I dropped another one, but I ended up deleting that one because I ended up saying a bunch of shit that uh, I didn't want to say. Uh, I actually, I think I even said my actual name in it, and um, I don't want to say my actual name. Uh, for a lot of the people listening that uh, don't normally listen to the show, uh, I go by pen name Victoria Vonnenberg, a transgender woman. Uh, I'm in fact not a transgender woman, okay? I'm just uh, a weird, obese, gay guy uh, who lives in the recesses of his dad's house in a small town in Alabama. And um, I live a pathetic life where I have to drive an hour and a half to work, work an eight-hour shift, and then drive an hour and a half back to my house. I don't make much money. Um, and then when I get home, uh, my grandfather that I live with, uh, you know, he's like literally pissed and shit on the floor, fucking, uh, got, he does this thing where he like eats cornbread all day. I don't know how, I don't know how my grandfather's alive. He's like in his eighties and, uh, he eats the worst diet I've ever seen in my life. He wakes up every morning. He goes to 
a fast food restaurant, eats biscuits and gravy. Then he comes back. He comes back home. And he will like eat snacks all day. And this man's got diabetes. He's got kidney failure. He's had a heart attack. Uh, last year he was hospitalized for, uh, I forgot, they, they had to take out, uh, I don't know, like, what was it? Um, it was one of his organs they had to take out. <coughs> and, uh, he eats horribly. So all day he's eating, like, apple pies and cookies and, you know, just eating, like, the worst diet possible. But he just keeps going. You know, like, when, it, when his uh, kidneys started failing, they were just like, hey, don't eat organ meat. Don't eat, like, dark dark sodas. You know, just cut some things out of your diet. And he's like, okay. <coughs> so, basically, he just sits around the house eating shit all day. He'll just play on his tablet all day watching travel videos. And then he'll go up and eat at a buffet and then come back to the house and then he'll uh, eat cornbread. Afternoon, the rest of his diet just consists of cornbread and buttermilk. And I mean, the man's just fueled on trash. But somehow he's like, I think he's going to live forever, to be honest with you. Um, And that's who I live with. So I come back every day, and uh, the fucking sink has a bunch of dirty dishes in it full of like crumbled up like cornbread and buttermilk and uh there's like you know he'll, he'll throw his clothes in the laundry and they all you know he's got that old man smell now you know it's like when he goes to the bathroom he he uh you know kind of pisses and you know he doesn't wipe good and then you know he doesn't you know he gets piss on him when he goes you know so he smells like a little bit of piss and shit and doo-doo all day uh, but he's pretty independent besides from that, you know, he, um, you know, he's able to go out and do whatever he wants and, you know, does pretty much most stuff by himself. He just doesn't have a whole lot of energy is all, but that's who I live with. And, uh, you know, my whole life I've kind of felt like a loser cause I'm living with this guy. I haven't lived with him my whole life, but, uh, lately I've just been like, God, I'm, I'm about to be in my forties and I'm living with an 80-year-old who smells like piss and shit and, uh, you know, literally, you know, just sits around all day wanting me to do stuff for him. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not an old maid. I'm not an old maid. You know, I need to make adjustments in my life. And that's why... Um, you know, in the town that I drive to to work in is so expensive that I can't even afford a house there. So a lot of people have been questioning my um, questioning my logic of moving to Indianapolis. Well, here's my logic. There is um, cheaper housing in Indianapolis. There is... Um, there is a higher paying job waiting on me in Indianapolis. The facility that I'm going to be working at is actually building a brand new facility because they're turning it into a huge um, 
regional facility and uh, I just think that that is a plus 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 you know I'm I'm cost of living is gonna be better gonna make more money uh, looks like there's a future there um, so to me I'm just like maybe that's what I need to do is move up there you know and why should I be held back just because people have assigned me the role of taking care of an 80 year old man who who uh, can take care of himself right uh, so that's one of the reasons I'm moving because he, he, he still can do pretty much everything he wants and uh, he worked for the government for like uh, half a century so he uh, makes probably a hundred thousand dollars a year just on his retirement so I'm like so he can hire someone to cut his grass he can hire a Guatemalan to come clean his house you know what what am I needed for you know like especially since he's got family who lives down the street he's got other kids that live down the street why am I to be held back you know just because there's an old person that exists you know like oh, okay you know like when I announced this and this is what I'm eventually getting to when I announced this decision to friends and family on social media uh, I could tell who the haters were. Let's just say that. You know, ever notice you know, announce something and, you know, there's some people that are very encouraging and then there's some people that show up and, you know, I had one guy show up and he was like on my social media and was like, oh, Indiana Indianapolis. Oh, and it's, it's not, uh, it's not bad. Like, you know, saying shit like that. And then he was like, but I'll just be honest with you. The state of Indiana sucks. And I was just like, well... Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm moving to Indianapolis. I'm not moving to Terre Haute and Muncie and all these other fucking places. I'm moving to Indianapolis. I'm moving to a big city, and I currently live in a shithole. So it's better than where I'm at. So, um... You know, and then you have, you know, family members who are like, how can you just leave your family like that? I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not a boomer. Like, I think the boomers just don't understand how the world works now. Because you have old people like, I can't believe you just leave your dad like that. I'm like, what do you mean leave? You know, it's one of these things where it's like, okay, you know, all these people that are in their 70s and 80s, they just don't understand how the world works nowadays. Because just like my grandfather, he, he fucking got out of high school, got an apprenticeship, and went and had a job for 50 years, making way better money 20 years ago than I do now. You know, so... That's the world they lived in, where you could live in a small town and still make a shit ton of money. You know, the only thing that young people nowadays can look forward to when they get out of high school is a heroin addiction or an opioid addiction uh, or maybe, you know, working their way through shitty fast food and retail jobs until maybe they land in a job that pays okay, but 
drives them into the ground as far as you know working long hours for low wages and you know I, I just don't think they understand what we're going through here you know and I'm trying I'm kind of becoming a careerist in my older age where I'm like I need to make more money because you know I've got you know 20 25 years before I'm gonna be you know looking at retirement and I, I haven't gotten anywhere I haven't gotten anywhere I have no savings I have no house I have nothing and I've got to start making big decisions and big changes to make adjustments so when I do get to where when I'm in my 60s I'm gonna be well prepared and uh, actually be able to uh, uh, retire and not like you know be one of the you know you see a lot of old people like uh, my friends parents you know, all they got is their social security check. All they got is the social security check. And they, they just barely scrape by. They just have to sit at their house and eat whatever they can afford. That they, You know, whatever they can afford, they can buy at Walmart. They just sit at the house and warm up a cold tombstone pizza. You know, and I, I don't want that type of life, you know. I work to live. I don't live to work. And I, I'm wanting to work towards something and that's uh you know the rant i'm going on right i don't want that type of life but people just don't understand how it is nowadays and so i'm making this decision so i can make more money and actually be able to save money and have my own house and and better my future because my future ain't good you know the present ain't good the present ain't good and I know I got to make adjustments now so the future can be good, right? And, um, you know, to, to go back to my earlier point, the, all these people that came out with the negativity, and some people, you know, it's very subtle what they're saying, you know, that they think you're making a bad decision and doing stupid shit. Um, and then there's other people that, uh, you know, and I, I, actually, I want to be clear i want to i want to be clear uh there were a lot of positive there was a lot of positivity but you know me victoria i need to be in therapy i focus on the negativity um there was a lot of positivity and i'm very thankful for those people that were positive and i'm, I'm actually going to go back and reread their comments and and um because um, i appreciate their comments and i should focus on their comments instead of the negative comments but then there are also the people that just completely ignore completely ignore what you're doing you know and I noticed you know like if you ever like had friends from high school and, and in your town that you have on social media and you think you're still cool with but then you start realizing like Oh, they, they don't really engage with me on social media, even though I, I'm always trying to engage with them. And uh, and you notice they never like any of your posts. They never comment. It's like, well, maybe they're busy. But then you see, oh, they're, they're always on social media. They're always engaging with others. They're just not engaging with you. And, you know, that's the reason I'm on social media, so I can stay contacted with people that I genuinely like but maybe don't have you know because a lot of people are busy with their families a lot of people you know 
we genuinely cannot take the time out of our lives to get together, but we can have these little brief moments on social media where we hook up with each other and talk <coughs> and communicate, and that's nice. But then you start realizing a pattern of people that you thought you were cool with that you really aren't cool with anymore. So it's like, why... Why even try to keep in, you know, there was someone that I thought that I had a good relationship with recently that I realized uh, doesn't like me at all, but is too much of a, like a two-faced person to actually, and I started realizing the person's kind of a narcissist uh, because they, th this person in particular is a, a singer-songwriter. And, uh, you know, he, um, basically, anytime I, I'm, I try to talk to him online, you know, there's never, like, a response or anything. And I'm like, well, you know, I thought we were friends in high school. And then, you know, realize, like, oh, th this person doesn't care for me anymore. And I don't know, maybe I'm a toxic person. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm, uh someone people don't want to be around, but I'm just like, you know what, I need to just focus on the people that do like me, and uh, just engage with them, and just stop trying to, like, make, make friendships happen where, you know, people don't give a fuck about you, but how is this all tied into the new job? Well, so the new job... Uh, I just noticed that, you know, when you make a big decision to better your life and, um, you're going to have people come out of the woodwork that are just like, why are you doing that? You know, being negative and, and trying to make it out like you're some kind of asshole because you, you want to make more money and you might have to move to make more money, but that's just how, uh, people are and, um. Uh, I don't know why people always drive by my truck real slow. Well, anyway. And, and that's the thing that I've been focusing on this week is... Um, is that you just have to ignore people because you know that a lot of their jealousy and resentment is coming out. And um, maybe sending it your way is like, you know... So, you know, some people... I think genuinely are, are, you know, maybe concerned about you. And then other people, it's just really like subconscious jealousy and rage coming out that they're stuck in their small town, you know, and then you're moving off, you know. It's just like the comment from the guy that's like, Indianapolis isn't bad, but the rest of the state sucks, you know. And I, I was just sitting there like, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this right now. I need positivity, positive vibes, encouragement. I'm trying to better my life. And uh, y'all are just haters. You know, I can't help it. I can't help it that you have a master's degree and you're making like 35K a year. I can't help that. That's not my problem. You know why that's not my problem? Is because you made bad decisions and held yourself back in life with this obsession over having a title. You wanted to be able to say, I'm a teacher. You know, because a lot of people get obsessed with titles. They want to be saying, I'm a professional. I'm a, I'm, you know, it's like, 
And, you know, really, you know, at this point in my life, I'm like, I'm just about the money. I'm just about the money. I just want to be able to make good money and have a good work-life balance. And uh, I know a lot of people consider me as a, a truck driver uh, to be in like a lesser profession than like say a teacher or or you know somebody else but it's just one of those things where it's like well you know I'm making I'm making more money than you so you know it's all you know if if your job was that important maybe they'd pay you you know well I do think their jobs are important I, I take that back uh, but anyway it's just kind of weird having someone throwing negativity your way and you look at their lives and you're like I'm making like probably 20 grand more than you and you're literally like this person in question has to work a second job because their primary job which they got their little title they got their little title you know that they can go on this you know and, you know but they're having to work a second job because they don't make enough money doing their job to support their family, you know. And um, I just think it's crazy how we obsess over titles and all this. And, you know, really, we just need to obsess over prospering, prospering in our lives. And uh, that, that's what I'm trying to do uh, with my life. I'm trying to get ahead. <coughs> And I'm trying to uh, better my life. But you have these people that they want to grab a hold of you and hold you in place. You know, and that's exactly what I feel like has happened. Y'all don't understand. You know, I, I guess to explain myself, this is a year, oh, almost two years of planning went into this. I didn't. I'm not ending up going to the city that I originally had planned to go to, but because of the bad management where I work, I had no choice but to go to this other city. But I think this other city is a good choice because they're investing. This is where all the new investments going to into, and that's where I feel like you know it's gonna it's gonna be there no matter what you know. So I feel like long term it's a safe harbor for me. Um, and but you have these people you know even within my work you have these people at my job that like you know you, you call into management and they just want to keep you in the place that you're in and you call around and you know people just you know they can't even lift a finger for you you know and and if another state if another state calls me and says hey we'll lift a finger for you I'm going to go where they're saying they'll lift a finger for me so uh that's the decision i made i bettered my life i feel like the pros vastly outweigh the cons you know um i'm gonna be in a, a much bigger city with more things i'm not gonna have to drive an hour and a half into work every day i'm not gonna have to drive an hour to go out to eat or go to a movie uh even to the doctor, I drive a, I drive at least, uh, well, not an hour, but I drive 30 minutes to go to the doctor. Uh, if I want to get on a plane, I, I have at least an hour and a half drive to get on a plane. Uh, if I want to get on Amtrak, I have to drive at least two hours to an Amtrak. Uh, you know, it's just, it's hard living in a small, shitty town in Alabama. And 
and uh, it would just be nice to be in a city even though a lot of people don't think of Indianapolis as the nicest city it'll be nice to be in a city who that has all the resources I need it has an airport it has an Amtrak it has uh, good doctors and facilities to go to and hospitals it has um, uh, entertainment, concert venues, um, anything you can think of, a zoo, botanical gardens, uh, the, the fucking Indy 500. It also has horse racing, for Christ's sakes. It has casinos, even though I'm not even interested in that. I just like the fact that it's there. You know, it, it has uh, bars and restaurants and any type of food you can think of, because I've been researching it. They have everything from fucking Peruvian to, to Indian to Colombian to every fucking nation you can think of, they got that type of food in that city because it's like it's bigger than Nashville. It's like over two million people. I mean, it's a pretty huge city, and it might not be, you know, it might not be New York, might not be Chicago, might not be L.A., might not be Seattle, but it's an affordable city that has everything I need within a short driving distance, right? Which is the current bane of my existence, is that I have to, I feel like I live in my, you know, I'm, I'm driving at work all the time, then I get off work and I'm fucking driving around all over the place, all over the world, because I'm like, oh, I gotta go, uh, you know, I need, I need to go uh, do this, and uh, well, you know, it's like one day we were like, where's the wholesale florist at? Something crazy like that. Where's a wholesale florist at? End up having to drive to Nashville to go to an actual wholesale florist where you can walk in and look at their selection of wholesale flowers. I mean, that's a fucking three-hour drive. It's a fucking three-hour drive for something like that. You know, so it's just going to be nice living in an actual city, being able to get off work, Go to a concert, go to a bar, go to a festival, uh, uh, engage with normal human beings, not like rednecks who are obsessed with fucking uh, Dylan Mulvaney beer cans. You know, being able to go into a bar where people just want to drink and be normal and not uh, get riled up about whatever the latest transgender person did, you know. That would be nice. That would be nice. Okay? And that's exactly what I'm trying to get to. So to update y'all, I guess I've ranted long enough about my decision, but I feel like the whole week I've been justifying my decision to move. So, uh, you know, everybody's informed that I'm planning on moving. Everyone's acting weird about it. Like I'm some kind of psychopath weirdo for making a decision to better my life. So, basically, the person in Indianapolis, I've spoke with the supervisors, and the supervisors are great. But then you call the actual, like, administration people, like the workforce people, and they suck balls. So, I, you know, I told this lady, I was like, hey, you know, here's the paperwork, signed it. When are you going to give me a start date? I didn't put a start date on here. I'm going to need at least you know, a month to prepare for the move because I'm going to try to get a house before I come up there. So I'll need like a month to close on a house, you know. 
And, uh, of course, you know, no fucking response from this person. I've fucking emailed this lady four times in the past two weeks. I got one response out of those four emails. And I even complained to the supervisor. I'm like, hey, y'all, this workforce specialist lady sucks. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, look, y'all, y'all seem great, but you know, I was like, I guess it's like, you know, cause it's like that where I'm at here, down here, it's really poor management. And, um, it's just something you got to deal with when you work where I work at. And, uh, cause they will put the most, I don't know what it is, but it, they, they will put some of the most retarded people in charge, uh, at the government agency that I work at. And so I accepted their job offer. Now I'm just waiting on them to give me an actual date to show up and work there. Um, and I'm actually planning me and Burt's Chili. I know I hadn't talked about Burt's Chili in a long time, but Burt's Chili is actually going to go up to Indianapolis with me. Um, and we're going to go up there for two days. Um, because, uh, and we're, we're just going to party because it's, it's going to be my birthday week. Um, and we're going to, uh, I guess go looking at houses and then hit up all the bars and things to do and just have a good time. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. Um, and eventually I need to get into, uh, my personal problems with, uh, Raul. Uh, but I just want to update y'all on my work and everything. So I know, how long has it been? I mean, I'd have to go back through the podcast and actually, um, and God, I think we're, we might be coming up on a year. I don't know. I forgot what month I started this podcast. It might've been in October, November. Um, but we might be coming up on a year of this podcast. Um, so I need to look that up and find out. We'll have like a one-year anniversary episode or something. Uh, but that's a few months from now. Um, so there's a lot to talk about. And I have to apologize. The past couple episodes hadn't been the best. Uh, I guess it's just because I'm so stressed out, you know. I'm like always on the road. Always, you know, I feel like I'm always doing something for somebody else instead of myself. And I had this happen last year, you know. Last year I realized that I'm stressing out because, you know, last year I realized I'm stressing out about buying everyone Christmas presents and making sure that everyone has a good Christmas. And I realized no one ever, no one ever buys what I want for me for Christmas. No one ever... Uh, you know, no one ever even, I mean, most people forget my birthday. And I realized, like, you need to do something for yourself. You know, start treating yourself and taking care of yourself. So I went and I bought a real nice watch, right, that I didn't even have money for. And uh, I still got that watch. And I still like that watch. But uh, it was, uh, like, a crazy purchase because it was, uh, you know, a Versace watch. And, uh... I didn't have the money for it, and it actually took me several months to pay it off. And um, and I realized after I bought the watch 
that like this was like kind of like a little mental health episode in a way like it's like why did you purchase that expensive ass watch that nobody even nobody even there was not a single goddamn person that even complimented you on the watch there was not a single person that said oh that's cool And, you know, you treated yourself and you bought the watch and you think you bought the watch just because you were disappointed with your life. That's all that watch. Every time I look at that watch now, I'm like, you bought that watch just because you were annoyed with your life and the way things were going. And you just wanted to have something nice. You just wanted to have a little thing that was nice for yourself. You just wanted to have a, something a little nice for yourself. And so you spent all this god-awful money on this watch that I, I still do personally. I, I think the watch looks good and I like it and I, I still wear it. Um, but the reason you bought it is because you're not, you're not, you're not taking care of the things in your life that you need to take care of. You're, you're focusing on everybody else when you need to focus on yourself. And that's what I'm doing with this move, is I'm focusing on myself and focusing on what my needs in life are and how I, you know, I don't want to be in my 60s and look back at my life and go, God, I spent all my life in this shit town in Alabama. And that watch, that watch that I bought was like my little escape. And this is getting like really psychological and therapy-ish rant here, but bear with me. I'm I'm bearing my heart to you all, so just 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 listen. And th- this is the good stuff of the podcast, really, is just me just getting into the inner depths of my mind. Uh, I bought that watch just because I wanted something nice, and then I didn't feel like I had a nice life. So that that whole watch was just kind of like a little mental health break. You know, most people are just satisfied with life. You know, they don't need a fancy watch or um, or fancy things. But I'm like, well, I want nice things. I want nice things. I want to be able to wear Ralph Lauren. You know, and that's not even that fancy. It's just, you know, I want to look good. You know, I want to wear nice clothes and have a nice watch and you know, have a fresh cut haircut. You know, I want to look good. I want to look like a dapper gentleman. I want to have nice things. Be able to take care of myself. But, how did I get on this? Yeah, I mean, you know. I hope I hope people at home are getting something out of this. I hope y'all are all listening to this going, learning a lot from this. This guy's mental health issues, I'm learning a lot from it. Um, because this is you know I know the rants went all over the place and um, it, it just is what it is you know uh, so I guess I'll get to my point is that you need to always be analyzing your behavior and the things you do in your life and why you do them and um, 
and try to do better next time, I guess, because, you know, a lot of times we make decisions and we, we don't even know what the decisions are about because there's all this subconscious stuff that isn't even at the surface level that we can recognize that we're making decisions because of this, you know, and we, and we really don't even realize it until like a year later, we look back on why did I do this? Why did I do that? Why did I buy this? Why did I buy that? And the reason we did that or did this might be for like these little underlying resentments and uh, subconscious thoughts about uh, not enjoying life and not being able to have the things we want or live the life we want to live and uh, even something as simple as buying a watch can really be psychoanalyzed to the point of uh, realizing that you've got a lot of personal problems that are unresolved and that's why I want to lead up to uh, a little quote now I don't know if I've talked about this in the last podcast because I I recorded two podcasts this week. <coughs> One was on, I believe, Monday. And I was sick as a goddamn dog. And then I recorded another one, but I deleted it because I would put some personal identifying information in it. So I deleted it. And um, so I, 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 I got to re-record a rant that I, I made earlier uh, that was posted briefly, but then I deleted it. Uh, when I worked at Schneider National, a trucking company, which is quite possibly the worst trucking company uh, on the face of the planet, because it's the only company that I ever have known that bought out a union contract just so they could pay their workers McDonald's wages. I mean, I'm not, you think I'm joking, but they actually paid them McDonald's wages. I would be out living in a truck and only make a couple of hundred dollars a week. I mean, that's how bad it was. And uh, the reason I'm mentioning this company is they had uh, dispatchers. And they called them DBLs. And I, I don't even remember what exactly DBL stood for. But the DBLs were all like sour, sullen people that used to be truck drivers but maybe they got popped for a drug screen or maybe they you know had too many tickets and had to come off the road so they became dbls which is just a fancy word for dispatcher and they were some of the shittiest dumbest people i ever worked for in my life they were just dumb uh they were they were uh, very um they just didn't seem to understand anything. You know, it's like, well, you know, like I would call up here and I'd be like, why am I only making like $200 a week? And they'd be like, well, you just need to work more. And I'm like, okay, well, I was out uh, five days this week, so you're saying I should go seven days a week? And they're like, yeah, you should go over the road. And I'm like, so does that mean I would make 300 instead of 200 because they did all this weird shit where they would um, I forgot what the point was oh yeah I will eventually get to the point of all this you know I was just going back and telling uh, this uh, podcast today is very ADHD Uh, so 
they would do this thing where they'd be like, well, hey, uh, they'll send you to one place and they'll send you this other place and they'll send you this other place and, you know, and, and then you'll go to one place to try to deliver there and they'll be like, well, we can't accept this here, so you're going to have to deliver it three hours away and then Schneider will be like, well, we can't pay you for driving that three hours away, but you're going to have to drive it there. You know, like, that's the type of shit they would pull. It's like, well, we signed you up to deliver it here. We can't pay you for that. And it's like, but you are because I'm not going to deliver it if you don't. Um, so, uh, you know, I worked there for a few months when I got my start. And then I went to another company, which paid more but ran you into the ground. The other company, I made way more money. But, uh, but I remember when I left Schneider, and this is the point I was trying to get to. When I left Schneider, the asshole dispatcher that worked there, which was just a just a loser, you know, couldn't drive a truck because he had got popped for something and uh, was a dispatcher. And for some reason, he thought he was a big deal because he was a dispatcher. And he had one of those, like, voices. Uh, you know, he had this voice like this. Uh, like, and, you know, I could tell that, like, he loved to hear the sound of his voice. I hate the sound of my voice, and I think that's healthy to hate the sound of your voice. I think we all need to be a little humble and and uh, kind of have a little bit of self-hate. Not too much, you know, a good balance of self-hate. But this guy loved himself, and he loved his voice, and he would always be talking down to me every time he called me. And um, he told me when I, when I told him, I was like, hey, um, I'm quitting. Uh, I'll drive for you till uh, Friday. Uh, you got to tell me what to do with all my uh, paperwork for my, uh, you know, bill of ladings, things like that, you know, for my trucking. Tell me where to put all this stuff and where to turn in the truck at and, you know, what the process is for turning in all this equipment. Wouldn't tell me anything. Wouldn't let me talk to anybody who could give me that information. And um, so I was like, oh, Okay, and you know, he, and he sat there on the phone, and he was like, "You know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. The grass isn't always greener on the other side," is what he said to me. And I'm gonna tell you something. It couldn't have been further from the truth, because the the person, the next employer was lot years better than, and he, even with the problems I have now at my current employer, it's lot years better than that even that person so um a lot years better i mean i made god i could make more in a couple of hours at that employer i switched to than i could in a whole week uh working for schneider national and um the grass indeed was greener the grass indeed was greener and that's going to be my advice of the week is that <coughs> is that for you to know whether the grass is greener, you've got to hop over the fence and actually check the grass and see if the grass is greener. You might hop that fence and there be the luscious grass there is. There might be rivers and streams and mountains and forests and just fucking fruit trees and just fields of fucking vegetables and just lush verdant fucking nature uh, 
It might be a practical garden of Eden on the other side of the fence. The grass may indeed be greener, but you're not going to know if the grass is greener if you don't hop the fucking fence and check and see. Because, you know, here's the thing that drives me crazy. If you don't go check and see if the grass is greener, how are you going to know? And also the fact, if you do go over there and the grass isn't greener, you can always go back to where the grass was greener. So why wouldn't you take the risk to go check, right? Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you take the chance to better your life? It's only going to take you a little bit of, a little bit of, you know, stress, a little bit of agitation to, to, you know, take yourself out of your daily routine to go and check to see if the grass is indeed greener on the other side. And I don't want to be one of these losers that just because they're comfortable where they're at, just because they're satisfied where they're at, they don't want to make no big changes in their life. So they're going to take less salary, be in a place that they don't even like because they don't want to make that jump. They don't want to go to the next thing. They don't want to do what they need to do, you know. Uh, And I don't want to be one of those satisfied people that, you know, uh, you know, are born in one town and then die in one town, you know. Uh, Now, some people are contented with that. Like my grandfather. My grandfather is contented with his town. He loves his town. And I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. That's what he wants in his life. But that's not what I want in my life. That's not how I view my life and what I want to happen in my life. I need more to my life. I need more than, you know, going and watching sports and and you know going and eating at the local dive you know that that's that's not the life i want that's you know all everything i say and all i talk about you got to realize what is right for you and my current situation is not right for me and that's why i'm making the change because the grass may indeed be greener on the other side and i'm going to jump that fence and I'm going to go check and if I go up there if I go up to Indianapolis and I end up not liking it well you know what I can always just come back down or move somewhere else uh, that maybe will be better for me so that's I know I've spent most of the episode on this um, this one rant and thought and I did have other stuff that I wanted to uh, get to today. But, um, oh yeah, I did mention earlier that Raul has left me. Uh, because he did indeed. I'm sorry, this this episode is just a downer, but it is what it is. You know, this is, you know, part of my life right now. I'm going through a, a struggle. So, uh, please bear with me. And maybe eventually we can get back to this podcast being comedy and being funny. Uh, but maybe my life is so shitty it's entertaining to someone and maybe my current crisis uh, uh, someone can get something from it maybe so Raul's leaving me so uh, I had a bad weekend last night or last weekend you know I was 
you know, I was sick. I was kind of annoyed. Uh, you know, I ended up cussing someone out. Wasn't at my best. I wasn't at my best, okay? And Raul, you know, got mad at me about all that. Well, you know, he tells me yesterday, he's like, you know, you've changed a lot. And I was like, how have I changed? I treat you wonderfully. And you've been bipolar as fuck lately, you know, crying all over the place. And you've been a lot to deal with. But, you know, he's blaming me, you know, saying that I've changed. I'm like, no, I hadn't changed. I've been sweet to you and I've just, I've treated you wonderfully. And uh, you're just, you know, um, you know, saying these things. But I'm like, yeah, I had some bad moments last weekend and uh, I've been under the weather and, you know, I was poisoned by a fucking homophobic Mexican guy and and Raul was too and um, you know it's just been a rough week but you know Raul left me the cherry on top of my shit pie and uh, so uh, you know at first he said he was just gonna you know he's quitting his job he's moving back to Kentucky and he's gonna work at apparently he's gonna work at a clothing store folding clothes I'm like you're not gonna make much money doing that but he's lonely, you know, he misses his family, he wants to be with his family, so that's understandable. Um, you know, he's, you know, I think over the course of our relationship, he might have broken up with me like four times at least, and he usually always comes back, so uh, I'm just taking it as I go here, so I do love him, and uh, I wish him well, and I wish him the best, and uh, so this is the weirdest thing, because he breaks up with me, and then like, you know, then asks me to come pick him up, at his sister's last night and then I had to drive him to work today and I'm like well if I'm not if I'm not your boyfriend why why the fuck am I still doing all this stuff for you and the only reason I'm doing all this stuff for you is I'm a pathetic human being you know that doesn't have any friends and doesn't have any companionship and and I vie for yours and uh, you're leaving me but I don't know he'll, he'll, he'll be back he'll come back surely and i'll update you on whether he does i'm hoping uh tomorrow i'm going to be driving him back up to kentucky i'm hoping we can mend the fence tomorrow and uh come to uh some agreeable terms and be on good terms i know that today he uh you know he would say he was okay he would say you know you know but i could still tell something was off you know but uh tomorrow i'm gonna uh try to pick it up a notch and maybe I'll take him some flowers take him out to a good take him out to the highest quality Chinese restaurant I can find I'll tell you that right now I'm gonna I'm gonna romance this motherfucker all right I'm gonna romance this motherfucker uh, I'm talking about fanciest Chinese buffet in Nashville I'm gonna take him to you know what? I might even, you know what? Scratch that. I'm going to take him to Pollo Comparo, that Guatemalan chicken place. That'll fucking romance him. That'll fucking do it. That'll get him back on board. Uh, so, that's just to update you on my life and everything going on. We did want to joke around about the all the stuff going on. Alabama's been in the news this week. But we'll save that for another episode. And uh, I just want to update you on my life. I am finally... I, for better or for worse, I made the decision. I turned in the paperwork. 
Uh, so I guess I'm going to have to move to Indianapolis now. So uh, me and Birch Chili are going to go up there and party uh, in a week or two and try to, uh, I'm going to try to find a, a place while I'm up there. Uh, I've told all my family and everybody, and I know they think I'm crazy, but this is what I'm doing. So finally, we got an update on that. I know it's been months. We've been talking about a move, but now we're finally actually making it. So I hope that uh, y'all all continue listening and talking to me. And I know I say a lot of crazy shit on this show, and I know it's hard to follow. Uh, and maybe I use... Sometimes I use language on the podcast where I'm referring to someone... You might hear me refer to someone as something different or call them by a different name or call them by a different even familial relationship just to kind of keep some ambiguity about me and my personhood uh, and, you know, (coughs) just to kind of obscure who I am and my family members in my life because I wouldn't want anyone uh, actually knowing all this info because I do talk a lot of shit on this podcast, so I wouldn't want anybody knowing. Um, But anyway, I want to thank y'all for listening. Uh, Listen to my advice for this week. Uh, The grass may indeed be greener on the other side. Don't listen to people putting negative thoughts on your head or discouraging you. Go make that big decision in your life. And I will, uh, I guess I got AIDS now. I'm just sitting around coughing all the time. Uh, I will uh, certainly do a podcast next week. I love you all. Uh, drink some, uh, drink some uh, liquor for me. Drink, pour you a glass of uh, Black Label. You know, over ice with the lime. That's my cocktail called the Victoria named after none other than Victoria Vandenberg. And, and you must enjoy it with uh, a, victorious, uh, a, a Victoria Slim cigarette. Um, um, so please um, go out, smoke a cigarette, have, have a, a nice glass of, uh, of Black Label. Uh, and enjoy your life and just try to take it day to day and try not to stress you know that's one thing I, I know y'all hear it in my voice every week I'm stressing about shit and that's my problem I need to just relax let everything go and uh, make the best decisions I can with the information I have and I uh, put myself in a better position in life so that's my advice for you for the week and uh, maybe I'm, I'll apologize for being a bummer sometimes maybe I'll be in a better mood next week uh, and maybe I'll uh, have some more info for y'all on my resolution with uh, Roll, Roll Duke. All right, have a good one. Peace out.